1: I have a master class coming up next week, and I'm going to be honest, I haven't been this fired up or excited about any kind of class, free class that I've done in... A very long time. If you are in the online business and you do any form of like webinars or master classes, you know that it can take a really long time to refine and, you know, make sure the messaging is just right. You know, it, ju- it can just take time, okay? And when I say that this class came so effortlessly, so effortlessly, so smoothly, so easy, I mean, it, it has never happened like this in my you know 5 plus years of being in the online business and to me that's just a sign that you know things are starting to align in new and different ways which is always the goal and so i want to invite you to this class it's happening uh, next week which is april 18th 2022 at 2 p.m. eastern time now i'm teaching this live so you definitely want to get it on the calendar and you want to go ahead and just commit to it right just commit block off the hour hour and a half that it's going to be and commit to the material and just going all in, putting away the distractions and all the things that can get in the way of your focus. The class is called Breaking Business, Three Unexpected Rules to Have Predictable 30K Months. Now, one thing I just want to point out about this name just really quick is the word rules. It's three unexpected rules to predictable income, essentially. Now, another word for rules is principles. We really love the dictionary around here and learning the meaning of words. And so I just wanted to find the word principle for you right now. A principle is a fundamental truth that serves as the foundation for a system. It's a fundamental truth that serves as a foundation for a system. And a principle, it's never changing. It's unchanging. It will remain the Same from the beginning of time. And I'm going to be honest, there are some major, major fundamental principles about growing your business that some of the greats have been using since the beginning of time. But for whatever reason, it seems that these unchanging principles that create a foundation for your system. For your business, they've just been pushed to the side over the last, you know, few years uh, for the sake of hitting an easy button to grow faster. And listen, I'm all about growth. I'm all about doing it in the in the most effective way. But I'm here to tell you that the messages that you potentially are getting about that easy button and growing quicker and easier and faster, they are really hurting you. They are hurting you they're causing you disappointment and pain and i cannot keep quiet anymore so this class it's all about standing out in a sea of sameness without relying on going viral building complicated funnels or playing strategy whack-a-mole When's the last time you played Whack-A-Mole? It's like every time you you hit the mole, maybe you get it, maybe you miss it, but another one pops up just when you feel like you've reached it, when you've hit it, it's it's gone and the new one pops right back up. And so you don't have to play that game anymore. You can focus on how to grow in a way that never changes. It is the principle, it's the foundation of growth that can be used for the rest of time and that should be really, really exciting for you. So enjoy this episode. Uh, go ahead and check the show notes and register for the class April. April 18th, 2022 at 2 p.m. Eastern time. Register right now. Actually do that before you listen to the rest of the episode so we can get you on the waiting list and make sure that you have all the things you need to show up live and enjoy. Enjoy the episode and we'll see you at the class. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Guide Culture Podcast. I am really excited for this episode. Sometimes I just like in these moments of so much inspiration and I just have to record a podcast. I have some bullets. I have two bullets and two sub bullets about what I'm about to talk about because I just know it's going to come from the heart. I've been in so many conversations lately when we're obviously selling a program. We uh, talk to people and help guide them into making the best decision for them. And there's been a lot of kind of similar questions. And this happens every time. Every time we sell guide culture, there's like a consistent theme of questions and where people are coming from. And so I just have some thoughts. I have some polls uh, to share a certain message and it's going to be counterintuitive, counterintuitive advice. I know the messages that people typically Will share with you or experts will share with you or the people that are quote winning in business. Like I know what they share with you. I do completely. I also know that ultimately the messages that they do share with you sometimes are hurting you and I just cannot keep quiet anymore. And I just want to hopefully inspire you and encourage you to have just like a moment where you're like, Hey, I'm not going to do what the world tells me to do. I, because the people that are winning, the people that are winning in business or what you would perceive to be winning, what they are encouraging you with, like the, the strategies and the, have this projection income spreadsheet and, you know, have this funnel and this evergreen, like what they are telling you to do. That is not what they did to get where they are. They have eased into that. Advice and they've eased in and kind of earned the privilege and the right to be able to even have a spreadsheet that could potentially project, you know, where they are. Right, but I also really want to talk to people that are leading other people, leading teams, because this applies to you too. And that—that's what's so interesting about Guide Culture and what we sell is that. It is so important for the people who like really want to have a moment where their business just like works. I know for me, I'll never forget December of 2019. It was my first webinar I ever did. And I was told, hey, this is like, this is the one thing. This is it. Once you do this and once you do it well, like it's over. It's over in the sense of you don't have to search for people anymore. You don't have to fight to get leads. You don't have to get, you know, all you got to do is just turn it on evergreen get the webinar just right. And then you're good. And I was incredibly disappointed and experienced a lot of pain by believing that the good news is over the years, there has been a very predictable process that has been developed and it is nothing that we have learned. It's nothing that anyone has told us. It has been strictly through experience. And um, I'm going to share a huge part of that Um, in the masterclass. There's a masterclass coming up on April the 18th. All the information is going to be in the show notes of how to join the masterclass and register for, but you do not want to miss it. It's going to be three counterintuitive pieces of advice to help you grow. Like Honestly, I just want you to have a moment where you're like, I'm going to have time where I'm going to walk away and just like think differently, right? We are inundated with advice to constantly automate and, and, you know, and listen, I love a good auto magic. I that's what I call it auto magic. I love a good system that can automatically thing, you know, but that just supports. It isn't the thing, right? It supports the business. It is not the thing that makes your business work, right? So make sure you register for that masterclass. It's going to be April the 18th, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, But go ahead and register regardless if you can come or not. Register, register, register uh, so you get all the information all about it. I specifically want to talk right now to uh, the people who lead people. People who have people on their team. So for example, like an agency. Uh, there's someone I'm talking to that has an agency, a marketing agency. So she has people, right? That she's training to be able to help run the agency. Um, insurance brokerages, that's so that's kind of a market sometimes will will help people who have people in their office. Maybe you have a network marketing team. Maybe Uh, maybe you are a one-man show and you're thinking about adding on that one person, right? So when I talk to people that have teams, one of their biggest questions, one of their biggest questions is, hey, what can I pass off? Am I going to get something tangible from guide culture that I can hand over to someone to do for me, right? They're thinking about the team. They're thinking about everybody, everybody in the club. That's who they're thinking about. And I get it completely. I also am on a team, right? Uh, I think we're up to like seven people, seven, six and a half people at this point, and on the team. And I one hundred percent, like top of mind, is I like want to make sure we're on the same page, right? I love the one brain mentality where we are all thinking the same way. We're on mission with the same heart, mindset, attitude. So I love, love thinking about that completely. And it's so easy to look for the tangible thing because it's like, here is my coffee cup. Listen it's tangible. You can feel it. You can feel it. And you can literally hand the coffee cup or hand the tangible thing or hand the list, hand the strategy, hand the script over and say, do it right. It's something you can see, feel hand over. And I get wanting that, but that, that that's a trap. I want to make sure you are not following falling into because here's the counterintuitive advice is that the higher that you get, people think you need more systems, more strategy, more things to hand over so you can be replaced. Be so careful, be so careful not to fall in the trap of masculine masculine things in a business. Okay. I naturally, when it comes to business things, I naturally gravitate towards like the masculine things, like the to-dos and the, the skill and the checklist and the, like, that is my natural tendency, 100%. But what happens, what happens is that you are so focused on passing over the strategy, the skill, the spreadsheet, the to-do list, the tactic, the script, the process. You're so you're so quick to pass that over. You're forgetting to remember that you know it's not so much about what you pass over or what you hand over. It's how you go about it. It's how you go about doing things and that's what culture is. I mean, everyone has a culture whether you try to have a culture or not, a culture is going to happen. And a culture is not about what you do, it's how you go about doing it it's how you go about doing it. Okay. So it's about, Hey, not just, let me just pass this over. Right. It's, Hey, how do I empower someone? So they feel complete ownership. They feel complete and utter ownership over this thing. And they do it with passion. They do it with fire and vigilance. It's not, you know, what can I like tell people to say if someone else is selling for you, right? It's not, Hey, what can I like tell people to say in order to make the sale? It's how can I take my belief, my enthusiasm and transfer it to people? Because you can have a lot of little yous walking around, you know, but typically there's one person with like the strongest amount of enthusiasm and you can you can pass that over. You can transfer it where they feel just as much belief as you do. You know, a lot of times, like if people will say, so for example, people will say, you know, I'm a natural salesperson, you know, sales come easy to me. So I have this team so easy, which is awesome. But typically that, that means not always, but typically it means, oh, this person can talk to anybody. Number one, number two they have a lot of energy and they have a lot of enthusiasm, all great characteristics, right? Amazing. And they've obviously gotten you, you to this point. If you're a leader with sales and you have people on your team. Okay. But those things can become a liability if not honed, right? And sales skills help you hon- think about it. Someone has a lot of energy and can talk a lot. It's like, does that vibe with everyone? No, it doesn't, right? And so honing your natural gifts, which is your enthusiasm, your sales, or excuse me, your enthusiasm, your ability to talk to people, honing them and being able to communicate in a way to your team and to clients and to your prospects that transfers belief, enthusiasm, and passion is so important. Remember, you are in the people business. And if you are sitting there saying, I'm a natural salesperson, I'm a natural leader, you're thinking about yourself. A little bit, right? And you were in the people business. Like you need to obsess over the people who don't vibe with a lot of energy, who don't vibe with a lot of talking. They vibe in a different way, right? There's a, essentially there's four groups of people, and you want to be able to to communicate to all of them and connect to all of them. With sales skills, you're able to cast your net so much wider, right? Cast it so much right, wider and connect with so many more people. And I mean, I know I've I follow Amanda Tress. She's a fast weight of fat loss founder, and I've heard her say, you know, my biggest problems are not systems, it's not technology, it's not processes. My biggest problem. Is are people. They will always be people problems. And that's why your obsession over people has to be first. It has to be first. And that feminine, going back to that, those feminine things, the like the enthusiasm, the belief, the ability to empower someone, I get why that is hard to be excited about, honestly. I get I get it completely because it's so fluffy. It's hard to see. You can't hold on to it. How do you even know if it's working? How do you even like track that? Is there data to track around that? Like I completely get being like, that's not worth my time completely. What happens is when this falls through the cracks, first of all, it's very easy not to focus on. It's also the one of the most important things in leadership and in business. When this falls through the cracks, you start to lose people. You start to lose loyalty, you start to lose trust, a lot of turnover, your followers don't stick around, your clients don't continue with you, right? And that is painful. That is painful cuz you work so hard to get people on board, whether follow you, buy from you, sign on with you, join your team, or you know, you hire them. You work so hard to get the right people in the right seats. And you do all that work with your sales, your performance. You you track your time, like you you get the set, you get them to sign on, all those awesome things, and then they just go one. They're in one door, out the other because the spirit is lacking. The feminine parts of what you do is lacking. It's the inner work, and that's what's so special about guide culture is that you get both. Are there tangible? Things that you can walk away with and hand it to your team. 1 million percent. There's a whole skill and technique pillar that could absolutely be handed over, but it is worth nothing if the spirit is not there to be able to empower someone to do it like they freaking care, to do it like they care. And if you're not in a place where you have a team yet, like that's your time is coming. And the thing is, is like you have a team and you don't even realize it. If you have a family, you have a team. And that team's got to get on board. If you manage people in any capacity, like you have a team, right? And I know what it's like to lose people that are really important. I know what it's like to feel like your world is like crumbling because someone, you know, doesn't stick around. And I would much rather you focus your efforts on having, of course, having the skills to sell people, right? But having the ability to, to transfer that feminine like belief, enthusiasm to get loyalty, to get, you know, long-term people in the game with you for the long haul. That is what makes a business last for a lifetime. And, you know, it can be really tempting to, to kind of look, look at the data, honestly. And and that is something that we absolutely do also. Like, of course you've got to look at data and look at numbers, know how to adjust, but not enough people are focusing on just like playing the game. They're looking at the scoreboard. They're not focused on the game. And when you're focused on the scoreboard, Like, if you think about you're playing a game, you're thinking about, hey, what's like the least I can do (laughs) to win, right? Or what are they going to do? What's the other team going to do? And how do I avoid or prevent? Like, you're just focused on the outward. You're not focused on the game. I saw this reel. I don't know basketball at all, but I just knew a reporter was interviewing a basketball player after a game. And she was like, how do you feel about, you know, uh, shooting 40 points in this quarter. I don't even know what she said. Right. But she's 40 points in the fourth quarter or something. And he was like, wait, what? How many points did I make? I made that many points in that quarter. Wait, what? I had no idea. I had no idea. I'm like, right. Cause he was playing the game. He was playing the game. He wasn't looking at the scoreboard. He was like, Hey, how can I focus on just freaking playing the game in the masterclass? We're going to be talking about three people, three people who played the game, the business game really freaking well. Okay. And I'm going to tell you right now where they are and where they started, but in the masterclass on April 18th, I'm going to tell you how they played the game. Okay. I'm going to tell you what they did to get from point A to where they are now. So where are they now? Let me tell you about these people. Okay. Spanx, you know how I love me some Sarah Blakely. I love her. She recently sold majority stake of Spanx to Blackstone for 1.2 billion dollars. Okay. Zoom has completely blown up. We know this and it's worth 32 billion buh, 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 billion dollars in Canva. Canva is worth 40 billion dollars today. Now I know these are really big numbers. I know these are big companies. Stick with me. Stick with me here because the story is crazy. Okay. So where did they start? where did all three of these people start? Okay. Sarah Blakely started uh, by selling fax machines door to door when she came up with the idea of Spanx. Eric, who is the founder and CEO of Zoom, Eric Yuan, I think is how you say his last name. He came to America from China in the mid nineties, and he was rejected when he applied for a visa eight times. That's where Eric started. Eric came to America in the nineties and the guy couldn't even get approved for a visa. And on the ninth time he tried to get a visa, it took two years to get approved. I'm sorry. That's crazy. Melanie, Melanie Perkins is the founder and CEO of, she's co-founder and CEO of Canva. She dropped out of college. I'm not sure if you know that she dropped out of college and her idea for Canva was rejected by more than 100 venture capitalists over three years a hundred venture capitalists said no to her for over three years. That's a lot of no's in a short amount of time. So we know where they are right now and we know where they started. If you want to know what they did to play the game so freaking well, so freaking well, because they were focused on the game. They were not focused on this selling to Blackstone being worth 32 and $40 billion. They were not looking at that at all. What did they do? day to day to get to where they are. Now whether your goal and your dream is to have a billion dollar company, I know that is not my goal, right? I my goal is to be able to have a thriving business and help the right amount of people. Whatever that looks like is what that looks like. But you can appreciate the game that they played. So definitely come to the masterclass so that you can learn exactly what they did. So to kind of wrap this up, ultimately, ultimately my goal for you and my encouragement for you is to say, you know what? I know, I know that there's a lot of masculine things that I could do, right? There's a lot of, of the, the tangible things that I feel like I might need to get to the next step, but just like focus on leading yourself for just one moment, focus on your, your ability to communicate, focus on people and just live there. You know, I know that like Dave Ramsey, I've heard him. I do not know what podcast, I think he was getting interviewed But I have this voice in my head that I've heard him say, I know I've heard him say this. He has a team of thousands of people, right? He's a company, big company. And um, he was saying how, you know, no matter how many people come on my team, like I'm still ultimately like the salesperson, you know, I'm still ultimately the person that's like driving the ship. Right. And I think like, I was just talking to this person who has an agency, a marketing agency, and she was saying, you know, I'm, I'm paying this much money to uh, help my team get strategized, get skills to be strategized. I'm like, what does that even look like? And she's like, basically to be able to strategize their uh, like what they tell clients. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. You know, she's like, she's a sales te- sales team and a sales coach. I'm like, Hey, that's awesome. But ultimately like you are the leader. You are the one driving the ship, you are the one selling. You better make sure. You better make sure that those team members that are working so hard to be, be trained up have a line of people waiting for them to do their job and do it well. You better make sure that they feel like so bought in because if there's the one talking to the client, you better make sure that they have the right heart. They have the right attitude. They have the right mission. They have the right spirit and they're the right person ultimately. And that comes from them following you and you better make sure that you are right and tight. And you know, I could tell she was like, so focused on like delegating and delegating and giving and giving, get out of the weeds, get out of the weeds, get out of the weeds. And it's like, Hey, I love it. I also am like, how can I do more of what I'm good at? I am the same exact way. You better just be careful not to get so wrapped up in that, that you miss the spirit. You lose the spirit and uh, things start falling through the cracks, which we ultimately don't want, obviously. I hope this episode was helpful. Please, please, please register for this masterclass. I am so excited about it. I've done a lot of master classes in my day. And when I write a script or like a outline, I mean, it usually takes months months of refinement, months of editing, months of like the, making sure the thread is just right, like months and months and months and months and months months of getting it right. And when I say this has been busted out in couple days and then refined a couple of times. So it's been maybe a couple of weeks total till it's right. Like it is crazy how it has just flowed and how it is so crystal clear and how fired up I am about this content. It has never come out the way it has come out for this particular class. Be there live. There's going to be Q&A. There's going to be uh, maybe even a little bit of coaching, a little hot seat coaching at the end, but come ready with this mentality of like, I'm going to just erase for one second every Everything I know, go all in and kind of just go with what where my gut is taking me and learn the right skills in order to be in a place to take action on your gut, which not everybody can. And, and that's definitely a place you want to be in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to see you on April the 18th and we will talk very soon.
0: Thank you so much for listening. And we hope this episode encouraged you in your journey. Come join us over at the Winner's Circle Facebook group of online entrepreneurs who are winning the game of life. The link is down in the show notes.